Blue Collar Social Club, where white collar meets blue collar, and your average Joes talk about everything from sports to working on cars to bourbon to cigars to craft beers. You name it, we talk about it. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. Stay tuned to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Blue Collar Social Club. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. And this is our Bikes, Brews, and Booze episode, and we are at Santos Cycles. What's up, guys? How you doing? How we going, guys? Good to see you guys again. As always, we got Mauro from Santos Cycles, Justin from Ormond Brewery, and Jeremy from Copper Bottom Distillery. And we are going to be talking about the Daytona 500. We had uh, Jeremy got into victory lane, which is pretty cool. Snuck in somehow. Then we're going to be talking about Justin's new Ormond Brewery brews that are on tap that he has out, his new selection. And then we're also going to be doing like a blind taste test between these two uh, rums that Jeremy brought. I don't know how close they are in taste. They're not. So he'll, he'll be able to tell right It doesn't necessarily need to be a blind test. I just brought something else into, you know. Yeah. Broaden your rum horizons. Broaden our rum horizon. <laughs> what kind of rum is that? It looks similar to the. It has a similar color to the beer. It's similar barrel. color. It's it's a uh, it's an agricole style rum. So it's a, uh, it's more on the earthy side. They make it with a raw sugarcane juice as opposed to molasses or. Sugar Does it going to taste like dirt? You said uh, more earthy. So it no, but it's like dirt, you know that's not dirt. <laughs> Come on, man. See, this is why I brought it in to broaden your rum horizon. See. Earthy always makes me think of I'm gonna be like drinking a rock. Yeah, really? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you drink rock. We'll get you cultured one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> might, might be tonight. I do. I do love some of these tasting notes though, especially when it comes to wine. You just, leather and tobacco. Yeah. Like I don't to particularly. I don't. You know, I'm not chewing on tobacco most of the time, and I don't know. I, I smoke well, a pipe, and I can always get my. I mean, when I'm smoking my pipe, I always get the notes and stuff like that. It's yeah. just when I switch over, and they're like, "This is supposed to have like a leathery." tobacco flavor i'm like look nope. i'm drinking this rum and i'm not getting what i get when i'm smoking my pipe i'm glad you get the tobacco i'm not, I'm not getting the same taste pipe. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think but, you didn't get the tobacco notes in your tobacco pipe i should have clarified this so they my favorite tobacco pipe um tobacco that i get from tobacco exotica is a rum maple and when you're smoking a tobacco pipe if you're when you're smoking the rum maple in the tobacco pipe you can taste the rum and the maple in in the but when I drink a rum that's supposed to have those tobacco and c- tobacco notes to it, I don't get that with okay. the. All right, we're back on track. Okay, so I do have to ask though. So the rum maple tobacco, yeah, it's a f- fantastic flavor. It sounds good. Now, how do they? How is that? It's how's infused. that flavor? Okay, so it's infused. They add some kind of rum flavor to it. Yeah, it's like um, aged that. Way. Like they soak it. Okay. Before they even crumble it up, it's like right. aged that way. I'm not I'm not a tobacco aficionado, so I don't really know. Being from the West Virginia Kentucky area, I should be able to like give the better analogy. On I do how dig that cigars, works, but, but the, like I just don't. I don't know. have George here to explain that right. as well. Like I've watched it be done, and I've done it, and I've hung tobacco leaves, and so I know kind of the way it works. But like I don't have all the, like the technical terms. Right. My grandpa just said, "Go hang these in a freaking barn." And so we'd hang them. <laughs> do, do what you're told. Yeah. Do what you're told, boy. <laughs> so, so all the technical terms as to those tobacco guys. Yeah. It is kind of like soaked. 
the, okay. the rum maple is, I mean, it, it's still, it's tacky. So, okay. It, it still has a tack, similar That's to like your chewing tobacco would have. Maple syrup stickiness. Yeah, similar. That's good. Hmm. Aunt Jemima style, or are they just... They have another <laughs> one, it's called Midnight, and it's like a chocolate, like a chocolate tobacco, like it has some of those rum notes to it too. It's like a chocolate rum type ordeal. It's really good. Hmm. I like the rum maple best though. All right. Have to soak some in the, I was gonna say copper bomb. We can some, get in that industry. I think yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's something we could do. We already deal with the tobacco and alcohol trade bureaus, right? <laughs> right. I mean, what's one more? Th- what's one more step? It's one more form. <laughs> Just one, one more, more form. form. So you gotta tell us a story on how you got into uh, Victory Lane. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know that I can reveal all my sources here, but. Uh, well, we just have to leave out names. Okay, I'll leave out names. So I had a, a buddy of mine who uh, last minute was able to get me some hot passes for the Daytona 500. And I've, I've gone the last three, four years with hot passes from another friend of mine who doesn't work there anymore. But uh, he was able to get me some passes. Sunday, by the way, was fantastic. I don't know if you guys, you, a couple of you guys went, right? You went, right? I didn't go Sunday. Sunday. You didn't go Sunday? No. We oh. went to the duels. Wasn't oh, okay. enough. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Well, I went Sunday. Let me tell you, it was uh, it was a beautiful day until the race started, <laughs> and everything else was. We saw Darius Rucker play, which didn't know any of the songs until he played one Hootie song, and I was like, "Oh, that's Hootie! I get it. Yeah, I see now. He's gone country. He's gone country. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's it's got to be an easy move, right? Just never mind. I'm not going to go there. But uh, <laughs> it, if you you want to sell records, just become a country or singer. But but yeah, so we saw him play, and then we saw the president, uh, Air Force One, do a flyover, which was pretty freaking amazing. That was cool. That was cool as hell. And then um, Thunderbirds doing their thing. I mean, they flew over twice, so that was really cool. And then as soon as the race started, the skies opened up. But but yeah, and then uh, so we came back the next day, uh, met my buddy out there, and we went up in the grandstands watching the race a little bit. And then his coworker, while we were up there, said, hey, have you ever been to Victory Lane? I said, no. I said, can you get me in there? And she said, well, we'll find out. So we went down there, and she had no problem getting in, obviously, but she knew the right person, and she said, uh, hey. Uh, He's with me. Yeah, can you, do you think he can come in, too? She looked at me for a second. She's like, all right, fine. I think, I think if it was Sunday, there's no way I would have gotten in there. But since it was Monday and there's a few less people, I think that – but it was cool. I mean – it was, I mean, right down there, you know, I was, you know, within a few feet of Joe Gibbs and Hamlin and all those guys, so it was, it was cool. I actually got blasted with confetti, so. Oh, that's cool. pretty awesome. It was fun, yeah. I, 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 it's one of those things that I was able to do this one time, and I'll probably never be able to do it again. Yeah. So it was good, good, to, good to see. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous because uh, we are Hamlin fans, and uh, and that just, uh, I wish I, well, I got to meet him once, and it was a brief meeting. I told you guys about that story. It's kind of cool. Yeah, anybody wants cool. tickets for next year, just give it Jeremy. Yeah, get with <laughs> yeah, Jeremy. No, he can get anybody in. <laughs> oh, boy, okay. Because yeah. I'd always heard Especially that, like, Denny Hamlin was, like, a dick. And, like, no one liked him. And then – but my story about Denny Hamlin was, like, complete opposite. I mean, the guy yeah. just finished a five – this was not last year, but the year before. So, 2018, 500, when uh, Austin Dillon won. And Austin Dillon had just won. So, Denny Hamlin came in third. Bubba Wallace was second. And Denny was finishing up an interview in the pits, and me and my little boy were walking over to Victory Lane because we were going because um, Mike O'Terry, who was a sergeant with the police department, he's over top of the, he's retired now, so I can actually drop names. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a sergeant over top of the speedway. He could get us into the Victory Lane, and so we were walking towards Victory Lane. Well, all of a sudden, Denny Hamlin 
walks out of the pits, pissed off, walking towards <laughs> towards his RV, and my little boy was like, I was like from here to across the table here tomorrow from him, almost almost ran into him. He was not paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. All I'm paying attention to is going to Victory Lane. And so all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, holy crap, it's Denny Hamlin. <laughs> well, back up for a second. In the fan zone, they were giving out these fr- – Toyota was in there giving out these free Toyota racing license plates. And so you could get any of the Toyota drivers on them. So my little boy got this Daytona, uh, this uh, Denny Hamlin license plate on, and it said number one fan because that's all – they either said number one fan or day, uh, Toyota race team. So he got one that said number one fan and said Denny Hamlin on it. And so all of a sudden, I, I almost run into Denny Hamlin, and my little boy, I go, oh, crap, Denny Hamlin. And my little boy all of a sudden just holds up the sign and says, Denny Hamlin. And he's, like, <laughs> holding up this license plate that says Denny Hamlin, number one race fan. That's cool. And what was really cool is he had his Coca-Cola bottle in his hand, those, the, the uh, metal ones. The aluminum they, ones. The yeah. aluminum ones. And he, so he chugs it, and he finishes it, signs the Coca-Cola can, hands it to my little boy, grabs the license plate, signs it and hands it back to my little boy nice. and like pats him on the back and like keeps on walking like this dude just finished 500 laps and he He's clearly won- wasn't happy and he was pissed off because <laughs> he just got nudged out of first place that would have been two years in a you know, two years in a row of him winning that's no, it. This, been, this is his third this but, would have been his third but he's won four out of the three out of the last four oh I didn't know that. So like, but that year he would have won. Huge fan, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so he that would have been you know two in a row right there. But he got nudged out of, out by uh, Austin Dillon and um, Bubba Wallace, who are team somewhat teammates. RCR and uh, Richard Petty have a um, mutual partnership. So te- they're both in Chevys. So they got they bumped Denny Hamlin, who was in the Toyota, out of the way. But it was really cool because oh my, I'd always heard that Denny, Denny Hamlin was like a dick, and like all of a sudden like that is. The furthest thing from the truth, because this dude just ran 500 miles, wore out, pissed off. He came in third place, and he still took the time to sign the. Uh, That's cool. That's sign the coat. What's that? Yeah. Probably made him feel better. It probably did, because my sure. little boy's standing there with this <laughs> Denny Hamlin number one fan license plate. I still like, <laughs> even though you came in third. Yeah, right. even, <laughs> yeah, even though he came in third, man. And I was kind of irritated too, because I mean, I was like, I would have been pissed off too, coming and getting nudged out of the way like Austin Dillon nudged him. And what's really funny, going into the turn four, Eric Almarola was actually in the lead. And Austin had nudged Eric Almarola out of the way and got him out of the draft, so he started falling back. And that's when Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace started catching back up to Austin. So it was kind of like a free-for-all there like it was this year. Yeah, this, the, only, the only problem with being in victory lane this year was the, uh, the big wreck at the end there with uh, – Ryan Newman. Yeah, Ryan Newman. When with because you could tell, you could tell like word had finally gotten back to everybody that he was it, no he joke, hurt, like he yeah. was seriously hurt, and you could tell it was a little bit subdued down mm-hmm. there, and you could even they weren't they weren't celebrating very much. I mean, at ver- at the very first when the, you know when they when the, they rolled the car in, they're you know they're doing the Gatorade showers and everything, and then all of a sudden you started seeing the phones ring and people were looking down and officials were running out and. It was a little subdued after that. And even Joe Gibbs afterwards, I heard him doing an interview. Um, and he was actually apologizing to, yeah. to everybody. He's like, look, you know, we had no idea how serious it was. You know, right. we, we didn't mean to be celebrating like this. Which, I mean, is commendable. Yeah. But at the same time, they had no idea. I mean, no. they're, you know, I don't think it's anything to apologize no. for. It, but, was a, uh, it was a similar situation to when Dale Earnhardt hit the wall. And, and what the crazy thing about that was – is that was his, his team. team. Yeah, yeah his that was team, Michael yeah. Waltrip, who was his driver. 
and and his son, who was also his driver, came in first and second, and then you know they had no clue when yep. they were celebrating. I remember watching the documentary and Michael Waltrip saying, you know, I, I was wondering where Dell was, well, where Dell Senior and Dell Junior were, because I expected them to be in the victory lane, Heck yeah, partying yeah. with me. And so then all of a sudden, they, someone told him, you know, when you're winning like that, you don't have a clue what's going no, on no. down there. You knew it was bad when they pulled out the black. Yep. When well, that they was pulled out. The, well, that was the a scary thing because at the time when we were down there, everybody—I mean, the rumors were flying that everybody thought that he was gone. Right. And cause especially when they started covering the car and tarping, you know, bringing out the black screens and everything. Yeah. So they were there was a lot of rumors <laughs> and you know stuff flying around back there. And luckily, seems to be that you know he's yeah. he's going to be okay. You don't know how we still don't know the extent of it. Right. But. Yeah, we'll see. They're they're being really hush hush with it. They are. I mean, they're they're saying you know there's been mixed reports coming out of Daytona International Speedway. The, the biggest thing is though, as they've said, it's non life threatening. Right. That's the big you know even if if it turns out that he you know loses an arm or something, at least he's alive. Right. That's the big thing. So yeah, and, and the last report we got earlier today. Um, from reliable sources that were there, is that they had to use the jaws of life to. Oh yeah, they to, cut they cut the car open. Yeah, because yeah. The, um, the the roll cage had actually caved in on him, around his head, around him, and his his body was stuck in the roll cage. So they actually had to take the roll cage off of him. Yeah, it, was, it was no joke. They they we were in victory lane. The car was there. And we were getting texts saying he's still not out of the car. Like right. it was, like he was. Well, they do. Ha- they have an issue though when when a car is upside down like that. They can't release the the driver because he'll fall onto the metal roof. So anytime that the car is upside down to release the driver, they they have to flip it back over. And that that's from my 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 aunt and uncle owned I seventy seven Motor Speedway and Willard Motor Speedway, and I worked on both those safety crews. And even with when. The world of outlaws or whoever in the um, late model division or in the modified anytime one of those cars were over on the roof hmm. protocol is you don't un- unfasten the driver until you have it back up back on all four wheels because it, them dropping from their seat they have no control of their body when they when when they unfasten the, the safety harness mm-hmm. they pretty much just get dumped directly out of the seat onto their head so the the best way to do it is take the record and flip the car back over Perfect. so the Anytime you have a car on the roof, you're gonna flip it. They're gonna flip it over before mm-hmm. they release the driver, mm-hmm. to, to protect any head injuries or any neck injuries or anything like that. But Unless there's a fire. Unless there's a fire, then they'll try to get them out get as the soon as out. possible. But usually they have the uh, fire extinguishers there yeah. to take care of that. But but I, I knew that they weren't gonna pull him out with that thing on its roof. But I, I knew it was bad when they started pulling out jaws of life and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I yeah. got some issues. But supposedly he was talking. That was the news. The five o'clock news said he was talking. So yeah, he was. That's optimistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's racing. That is racing, and it, it was clean. I mean, there, I mean, I know probably Ryan Blaney probably feels like shit right now, but I mean, it was a clean pass, and yeah. Denny Hamlin's lucky he didn't get taken out by it. Yeah, it was the inches. That. Oh, that was close. It. Yeah, I thought I was like, holy crap, my guy's getting ready to get taken out right now. Mm-hmm. And then you got to feel bad for. Corey LaJoy, man. He had no clue it was even coming. Denny, I mean, Ryan Newman's car falls out of the sky and into him. <laughs> it was like out of nowhere. The whole front of, Ron, of uh, Corey LaJoy's car was gone. Not good. It yeah, just no. obliterated it. 
No, everybody, you can tell, everybody was, it was a very subdued celebration. Yeah. Even everybody at the track afterwards, as we went back to a couple RVs and hung out for a little bit. Yeah. Everybody was just, It was know, the it was, weirdest was weird. victory lane since probably Del Earnhardt. That was, even on TV, watching it on TV, that was the weirdest victory lane yeah. situation since Del Earnhardt's, I think. Mm-hmm. The president stayed for the desert race? He, he oh, was no, there he on was, Sunday. He was there on Sunday. And then he left. He left before even the race got started. The, uh, well, no, it, I think it just when the got, rain. Yeah, it was before the rain delay, though. I think he just yeah. got started. Like he wasn't going to stay there very long. Yeah, but it was it was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. It was a very pro-Trump crowd. No oh, doubt yeah. about it. Oh yeah, yeah, they were chanting four more years. No, he wasn't getting good booze there. He, no, he can't stay too long anyway. I mean, it just ties up everything. The airport, you can't yeah. have oh, planes land. Yeah, it was a 45 minute, just, uh, 45 miles, uh, yeah. no fly zone yeah. while he was here. Really? Yeah. The only people that let in is like Delta. Yeah. Um, American landed, but yeah. that's it. No. Yeah. No. No planes were taken off. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'd think about. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but that that airport there is full of corporate jets. During the 500, I mean, all those guys—they're coming and going all day long during that race. So yeah, if he would have stayed there, those guys would have been stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had a guy in on Friday, and he his plane—he—he was getting flown out. He—he works for the—he used to work for the mass transit system for for Canada for Toronto, and so now he works as a contractor. Anytime a city is going to put in a mass transit system into their city, they bring him, they fly him in to to completely like build their ma- mass transit system. Well, he was getting flown out to, I think, he, no, he was getting flown out to somewhere in Nevada, and his plane was supposed to fly out at three o'clock. <laughs> no, he was being Austin optimistic on Friday though. He goes, "Yeah, the president's supposed to land it." Like, dude, I was like, "You understand? They're not gonna let any planes fly out of the place while his plane is landed there, right?" Yeah. No. <laughs> so I can only imagine how pissed off he was today, or yet yeah, on Sunday. I mean, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool though, just to yeah, see cool. Air Force One. Not some oh, people never get to see yeah. that. I, I, that's the first I saw it, and it was yeah. pretty cool seeing it fly around. I mean, it was. I didn't realize it was going to get that low. It got yeah. low. Yeah, because they um, he did that circle around. Yeah, you know, and he the flyover and from my house it literally looked like Air Force One was going into the trees. No. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was yeah, it was low. When when I was in college, I got the opportunity. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers, his dad was a flight planner for uh, Air Force One, so I got a chance to go on there. Oh, it was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. cool. That is cool. I mean, you had to give your information two months ahead. And oh, had to do sure. a full background check and. But it was cool. You couldn't take any pictures on the plane, obviously. But right. we That's got a really couple cool. outside. So. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. Nobody shoot. I don't know anybody who's ever done that. Yeah. That's that's a cool story. Uh, I'll tell you what. The story. The on, was impressive. Yeah, that <laughs> is very pretty awesome. He's got a lot of stories. Yeah. What was really cool was seeing on Twitter the race car drivers. They he actually like spent a lot of time with the drivers, like meeting each one of them individually and talking to them and everything. So I thought that was pretty cool. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think that was the first time I've been in the same building or what have you with a with a president. It is. That's definitely. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And I I'll tell you what, the Secret Service were no joke, man. They were <laughs> they they told you uh, get there early and because I'd been there years past with hot passes and all that, and you can usually get in pretty quick. I mean, right. they've got somebody working there at the track, and you can usually get in and out pretty quick. But I got there early. I got there probably at 10.30 in the morning, and it was a good 45-minute wait to get through secret to get to 
you know, the pit and garage area. And then uh, I talked to people who came in after that, and they said it was a good hour, hour and a half, almost two hours to get through the security line just to get in. Would they have um, metal detectors? Yeah, so they had, like where we were, they were checking all the bags. So whatever you, you know, they checked everything when you came in, had you empty everything out, and then they ran you through a metal detector. And then they wanted you down. Secret Service was secret. Yeah, it was Secret yeah. Service. They, every one of them was had Secret Service shirts on. At the Speedway. At the Speedway. Yeah, they, they every, said, at every yeah. every entrance that I saw, it was all Secret Service. And then when you looked up on top of the boxes and all around everywhere, there was there was people up there with binoculars and long guns, look all over oh, the place, yeah. man. Yeah, it was you know what, but it felt safe there, no doubt about it. <laughs> Nobody was coming in. It's cool they could do that kind of last minute, too. I mean, we just found out that... It was like Thursday or something, wasn't it? It They probably knew a little bit before that. We found out Thursday. But still, that's a lot of moving pieces. The Friday before... The the Dude. not not this past okay the only reason I knew is because and I wasn't we weren't we weren't supposed to say anything because the um, the Daytona police officer that's over top of events mm-hmm. the Daytona the the events in Daytona they'd already called him oh, okay and so and he was in my chair when when he got the information that the president the confirmation that the president was coming I was cutting his hair and so he's like oh the president's coming don't tell anybody yeah. <laughs> I was like okay. <laughs> Probably get some good information in that in those chairs there, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> you hold them hostage. Well, you got well, you got a knife to their neck. You probably got pretty good information. There. So we knew like what do you got? Uh, cut you. We knew like the week before that he was coming. Now originally it was just he's coming. They didn't say what he was going to be doing. Now the closer it got, we started getting like yeah, more little yeah. information. And then one of the hint, big big wigs at Hendrix was in getting his haircut, and. He told us like exactly what was going on that President Trump was going to be driving the beast around the, and that was on Wednesday, right after media day. He was in at the end of the day, and he had a girl on his arm that had to be one of the. She had to be one of the Monster Energy girls, <laughs> like she was like yeah, yeah she. But what's really funny is like they were sitting over there in the waiting area, and like she was giving it to him about something. It was really funny. I was about we, to say that she wasn't a monster energy. Those girls are most of those. That she looked a, like a monster. Like she was lo- total plastic. Yeah, like but there's a, there's a local plastic. agency that yeah. when they come into town, they just hire those girls. Oh, now. I'm sure. Yeah, but she looked like supermodel. But yeah. but that close up, you could tell she was all plastic. Hmm. But it was really funny because we were making jokes about Valentine's Day, and like she was giving him hell about something over there after we made jokes about that's Valentine's when you, Day. That's when you know it. It was really funny. It wasn't a model. That was that was that was his that girl. Was his girl. That, was his, that was his old lady. <laughs> she, and she's she, not giving him hell like that. If, <laughs> if she's just a, an arm piece for that day. Oh no, she wasn't an arm piece. She was giving him hell about something. It was hilarious. But he gave us all kinds of cool information. He had the Exalta shirt on. He's a cool dude. Inside I'm call you next time. I know, seriously. Yeah. Anything, yeah. anytime something comes up, we gotta call. The that was the one we thought we were getting hot passes from right there because he was like, "Let me go to the car and get." Because I, we were, me and him were talking about the podcast how I had Jennifer Joe Cobb on, and he was, "Oh, let me go get you something out of the car." And then he comes back in and gives me his business card, and I'm like, "Well, what the? F- what do I want your business card for?" <laughs> what does this give me? Yeah, what, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? this is like, a little bad but when holder. he said he was going to the car, like me and Ken were like, "Oh man, he might be getting us some hot passes or something." Even though like Jennifer Jacobs' team had already said, "Oh, if you need anything, just holler at us. We'll get you in." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Well, I'm gonna call but, you tomorrow for a ticket since you just gave me your business card. Yeah, <laughs> do, am I supposed to use hey, this? Uh, yeah. I was like, "What's this card. for?" Because I gave him my business card so he could look, check out the podcast. Yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, let me go get you something." 
Oh, what else was to do with that? Huh? At all. Yeah. That was the end. That, that was that was all. That was it, man. Yeah. File it for next year. Yeah. For July. When's the, when's July, the race yeah. this year? No, no, no it's uh, August. August. Yeah. It's the last race of the season, from yeah. what I understand. The last That's race good. before Regular the chase. Season. Yeah, the last race before the chase. It sets the chase field. That would be cool. So some weekends it's going to be Labor Day weekend, and then some weekends it's just going to be the last weekend in August. So it just okay. kind of depends, depends on what on day on. Labor Day falls on. that week when they did it in July. Yeah. I think it always rains. And it always messes like with. It's really hot, too. Yeah, even yeah. though August August is, is not going to be any better. Yeah, because I know I know for us it seems like August is the hottest in the distillery. Yeah, it seems like I don't know about you guys over there. It's but always hot. It's always just hot. Do you air condition the back of yours? Oh no, oh. no. This is uh, this is plush <laughs> in here, man. I'm glad this is. Uh, FPL loves us. I bet they do, man. This is nice in here. I'll put mine to task with you. Oof, yo, no, yeah, we're. <laughs> you want to switch for a couple months? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Two months, he'd be, he'd be crying. I work with two guys that are true Floridians, and they don't understand how to turn on the air. Like, oh, I, I mean, I'm true Floridian, but I mean, when it's 105 or 110 degrees back there, it's it's hot for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you had 10 degrees, the 100 degree weather. It's, it's yeah. Like, and when Ken it's, won't turn the air on until he looks back and sees beads of sweat like running down my forehead. And that he goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot. Sweat. Need to turn the air on." I was like, "Yeah, I meant to say something." But. Yeah. <laughs> Get you. We, Didn't we, want to freeze you guys out. We pretty much average like 1800 with FPL. Oh, good night. <laughs> I'm not switching. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, it's up there. Well, while we are talking about NASCAR, we do want to send out our well wishes to uh, Ryan Newman. Hopefully, you get better soon. You know, we want you to get healed up so you can get back to racing. Get back in there. Yeah. Hopefully, you're listening. Yeah, hopefully, you're listening. I know Jennifer Jokob's team listens to us, so it was cool having her on the podcast last Wednesday. That was a lot of fun. We just wish that uh, Sloppy Joe's had better internet because that was <laughs> their, their Wi-Fi was terrible, and they are stuck on the second floor between two other floors, so you don't uh, get any service. That's yeah. true. No matter what phone plan you have. You never have. Yeah. I used to be Adobe Gillas, I yeah. think, back in the day. How was restaurant service? It was all right. Yes, their their Wi-Fi was just terrible. It kept going in and don't, out. Don't put them on blast like that. Yeah, they were great. The food was great. They they gave us um steak tacos, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, they gave us steak tacos. They were awesome, free. Yeah. The whole team got steak tacos. Nice. That was good stuff. If it's free, it makes it taste. Better. It tastes it even does. better. It always tastes yeah. better when it's free. It's true. Dolan watermelon tastes the sweetest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Justin, what what brews do we have on uh, on tap? We have a handful of beers tonight. We brought a keg of mango wheat beer, which you can sample at Santos Cycles. Right? It is exclusive as <laughs> right of right now. As of for, for, for the today. first keg of mango wheat to be tapped if we tap it tonight, which we will in due time. We also have a maple brown ale that we use uh, uh, Anderson Valley maple syrup from. It's about 5.5% brown. It has toffee and, and nutty notes. And uh, also got a double IPA. And we have a, a lacto-tangerine um, New England style IPA. We call it the Tangerine Dreamsicle. It kind of tastes oh, like a Tangerine uh, Dreamsicle. That sounds like amazing. It all creamsicle sounds. Creamsicle in a can. So we got a uh, we got four beers tonight to sample. It all sounds great. Um, where is Anderson Valley? Wisconsin. I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, we go we go for Wisconsin maple syrup. They don't they don't put the Vermont for the Canadian tax on it. So oh, sure. oh. I was about to so, say. Uh, you know, don't get don't get Vermont. too crazy because right. my family's from New Hampshire, so you know, we have good maple syrup too. Anything that's uh, Oh, that sounded beautiful. Oh, it sounds fresh and cold. It sounds <laughs> cold. cold, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds cold. 
I actually have I actually have family up in Vermont that makes maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Commercially, like can I commercially, call them up? yeah. All right. Uh, I need the hookup then. Dana Brothers. I don't know if. How much maple syrup do you need? I was about to say because it's it we ain't use, cheap. We use like ten gallons a year, maybe. We don't use much. Just huh. we've been dealing with Anderson Valley for like. How much? Four, Ten five gallons? years. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that, pretty pretty small amount. Yeah, and I got some connections up in New Hampshire. Ten gallons is doable. You always call everybody up for the hookup, and it's like, oh, it's like pulling uh, teeth and him and hollering. Right? I call these people up and give them a credit card. And I get maple syrup like three days later in a UPS box, and it's good stuff. I mean, and you know the neat thing about the beer is that we're not using you know grade A maple syrup. We're using we're using like the darkest maple syrup they have because it gives more flavor to our beer. You know, yeah. It's like, do you want the you know and this and actually, one right here I'm, is the maple syrup beer, right? This is the maple syrup beer. Leo? First beer I ever brewed. You brewed this? <laughs> well, I got to be allowed to be a part of it. Leo was the assistant brewer. As in oh, wow. you know, in no, Leo's I, terms, I, I was allowed to be a part of it. I was, <laughs> like, I was like severe. So I really brewed this, but I was severely, severely micromanaged the whole time. And supervised. But, yes, and supervised. Because I do fuck up a lot. Watch and now, and now, so, now, 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 now there's a little E on the on the podcast. <laughs> hey, we leave it. I just leave the E on just the podcast okay. because I, don't, I mean, now you right. just open well, the gates. I already messed up. It's all good because <laughs> I just leave the E on there now because I don't I don't want to have to like check it every time. My daughter likes to listen to these. She always asks me. I'm like, there's not a new one yet. You know? Yeah. Think about Leo's. Yeah. You can use the f bomb like. In a five sentence, five <laughs> a five word a five sentence. word sentence, <laughs> you can use the f bomb three times. Three times. <laughs> No, that's that's not I, that's I, saw, I saw a t-shirt today oh, that I, I think I probably need. Okay. It's like, I sprinkle the F-bomb like parsley on every sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it just adds more flavor. That's it. It does. Yeah. It's very good. Everybody's got to be good at something. Absolutely. You so, and my wife would be good friends because she loves using that. She she can't hold a sentence without. Well, when my she's at the clinic being a doctor, she can not use the F-bomb. But like if she's outside of the... She controls it very well, but get her outside of clinic and... <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially on the uh, principal at the elementary school. And get her around Mike. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. That's great. All right, so perceptions of the beers, guys. Oh, this, this is, is amazing. Very good. Yeah, yeah, very good. It's very good. I need a bigger kicker in here. I need more beers on tap here. What's the ABV? Oh, this maple syrup. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, we keep it pretty low key. You keep you this know? on all the time, or is this just. No, we don't keep. Seasonal. There's a handful of beers we keep on all the time, but this you was a seasonal. This, you could keep this on all the time. The ones that are really surprised. good, we don't, they don't do have once. <laughs> I go in there, I'm like, oh, let me try this one. They're like, oh, well, we the just thing ran is, out. I'm the like, thing oh. is, we have 10 beers that we don't have all the time, and you don't try all of them. Yeah. We have 18 beers on tap, and 10 of them rotate, so. It's very They rotate every week to two really weeks, good. yeah. It's rich. It's good. I like it. That's why I asked I got five and a half. I was, I was kind yeah. of surprised at it. Well, I'm kind Tastes of like it should have more, or could have more. But I'm glad should, it's at five and a half because this is one I would want to like drink more, more than one cup of. Oh yeah, yeah that's like, the problem. So, yeah, five, that's why we made it five and a half. Right, at so five and a half you can like, drink. Yeah, at five and a half you can drink three of them. Still yeah, tell the maple right. syrup in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We don't ferment the maple syrup. Actually, we we add the maple syrup in secondary and basically okay. keep it cold. This would not be a good beer to can because it would re-ferment. Oh but, yes, it would. Uh, if it wasn't pasteurized, but it's not a beer that we offer in in cans. So. The fact that we keep it cold in kegs the whole time. And You're good. The batch is only going to last like three to four weeks, which is what our small batches last. So we'll be brewing it again and or not having it again until next year. So I like it. So how many fraternities good. do you have ordering kegs of this stuff? 
<laughs> not not as many as you'd think. I mean, we do a lot of you know we do keg sales out of there, but we don't we don't uh, deliver anything, and so it's just you know for us these beers that we do that are one offs we don't even like to sell the kegs of because we make more selling by the pint or right. by the crowler, so we pretty much keep the small batches in house. No, um, just for, because for monetary reasons. For, know, we, makes sense for people that don't know, like myself. What happens <laughs> if this refermented? Would uh, it go bad? Taste bad? The no. The, if you put it in cans and it refermented, the cans would start exploding. exploding. That's uh. a problem. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. cool. If it was in exploding kegs cans. and it refermented and you went to pour it out of the keg, yeah. it, blow the it, would be, it would be a whole cup of foam within a second and a half and you would uh. get no liquid. So okay. um. it would just start carbonating. So that's your problem right there. So, which is, you know. You don't so want refermentation no. in cans or so bottles. We wouldn't have beer, we'd just have foam. Yeah. That's which no good. might not be no. bad, you know. Maple foam, foam party, yeah. yeah. Spring break's coming. Spring yeah. break's coming. You know, spring we break. could if we have one of those things happen again, we could might, you know, fill razzles. <laughs> we could feasibly fill razzles. <laughs> yeah, fill razzles. We could idea. put a blow up tub in here. Oh god, oh, like a blow up pool. Not in here. Not in no. Here. There's carpet in here. Can we put it in the parking lot? Fill razzles. <laughs> Why can't we put it here <laughs> in the parking lot? Morrow's gonna keep. Mentioning oh, let's route. put it at Santos Palooza. If you have like one of them ferment, and then we just have all the foam in a blow up pool at Santos Palooza. Fermentation wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> fermentation wrestling. Oh, that, that has another bad connotation. Yes, we do. Yes, uh, if Cabbage Patch can uh, have no. coleslaw wrestling, we can you have know, fermentation wrestling. I don't want to. I don't want to involve yeast. In yeast you don't want to. You don't want to add any more yeast. In the same. In the same uh, vessel. Good point. Good point. Good point. Use the word vessel. Vessel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah, we got fermentation wrestling is a bad idea. Yeah. 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 That could lead to infections. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. That's where you get pink guy. They <laughs> <laughs> do it at the car wash. Oh, oh, them down. Oh, yeah. them down. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you can get enough infections at that car wash to start with. You don't need. We don't need to add anything else. Why is the green and slimy down there? Yeah. Oh god. Oh, you'd have freaking yeah. the WHO. <laughs> World Health Organization. Hey, I'll tell you what, that maple brown ale is pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is good yeah, stuff. It's very sessionable is the word that yeah, we like to sessionable. use. Sessionable. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's an overused word in the beer. It is, it is an overused <laughs> word, but it's uh, overused for a reason. It I mean, is. You know, it's I better think than crushable. Crushable yeah. is just not really, it doesn't, it's not no, it's terrible, yeah. But, um, you know, I think when we started making beer, like early on, I think we, we added some value to our product through ABV. And I think now that we've been around for a little bit longer and, and drank enough beer and like served enough beer that I think the value to our products, not necessarily in the fact that it's 7% alcohol or six and a half percent alcohol. I mean, I think the first year and a half that we operated the business, we didn't make any beers that were under 6%. Yeah. And we actually just last week brewed one that's 4%. Right. And it has a lot of hops in it and it's zero calories. Um, it's a zero cal, so we're gonna call it Locale, we're gonna play off the local theme and call it locale. Locale. You know, I think I think it's uh, and I think it's also the people that are drinking craft beer kind of growing in terms of their um, ability to enjoy things and, and what they perceive value in. And you know, if I give you a can of beer and it's only four percent and you don't see perceived value in that because it's not gonna get you as drunk as something that's seven percent, I don't necessarily want that customer. Obviously right. I do make beers that are seven percent. Right. And if that's your goal, then hey, here we, you know, at the same time we made one that we brought on a couple of weeks ago as a Galaxy, you know, dry hop barley wine that was 16%. Right. So, you know, if that's really your goal, here's a 16% barley wine, but like, 
you know, you should be able to enjoy a 4% beer and still see right. a perceived value in the fact that you're not drinking it just to get drunk. If you're right. drinking something to get drunk, you go to ABC right. and you buy vodka. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not Jeremy's good. vodka. Not, not copper you bottom vodka. ABC brand vodka. <laughs> right. you, buy, you buy ABC brand vodka. Yeah. It's, yeah. You get two liters of it for And you add it $4. to your Bud Light. And yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. You just get some pop-off. Honestly. You know, pop-off's kind here. of expensive. Pop-off is like middle line now, isn't it? Since I when? I mean, it was the low of the low yeah, when I was plastic bottle. Regardless, I think, uh, you know... He's, de- he's making a point here, people. My point, <laughs> <laughs> my point is that we're doing lower, you know, gravity beers. You know, a 5.5% yeah. maple brown ale, you can drink it, you can enjoy it. Yeah. You can have a second one, you can yeah. drink that one, you can enjoy that one. You know, and, and certain times mm-hmm. of year we do make them a little higher gravity, and right. we do have certain beers that are higher gravity, but, you know, I don't think it demands, you know control of our portfolio like it used to well especially like spring summertime when it starts getting warm out like you want something you can have two three four of and not you know like still be uh, able to function right a heavy a heavy ipa like i'll go drink one of those and i'm like ah i just don't want any more but i feel like i still want to you know hang out and have a couple beers so it's good to have those kind of things Mm -hmm. on kind of like the 2019 2020 florida winter that we've had yeah yeah yeah. it's been average of like 80 degrees i was about to say what was it today like 85 or something i think the low the whole winter that we had this year is like 48 maybe for a few minutes whatever it was it was that day that was super windy too yeah so it, it was. It colder. felt way colder than that, but maybe it's just me out of Florida. Very super mild winter though. Yeah, yeah. it's been. Uh, it's been mild all the way across across the U.S. Because even when we were up home for Christmas, it was like sixty degrees on Christmas Day, and that's in Cincinnati. Yeah, but yeah. just a couple of weeks ago, it was snowing in Atlanta. Yeah. So it's like you know, what do you? Mother Nature's a little bipolar yeah. this year. Hey. Here's a question I do have though. So, when I think of craft beers, I'm thinking of the flavor. A lot of these craft beer places have malt, like really good flavors that you all put out, like the maple brown ale or the you know gingerbread uh, red ale that you had back right. in, during Christmas time. And so these are to be tasted and flavorful. And so you're going to want to drink one, two, three, four, four of these things. So why are people making these at like a 10 and 12% or, or APV when you're wanting to drink multiples of them because they taste so good. There's there's a certain customer base that goes to a craft brewery that does drink by ABV. I mean, I think, you know, especially some people that are just getting into it. Right. You know, I think when they see a craft beer that's under 7%, they feel like there's a reduced value to the product. Um, but I would rather so, have that because I want the flavor. Like, when I'm drinking this, I like the, we've, the we've taste. We've turned you into an educated consumer, which is a nice see, part. Right. You know, we've yeah. educated you as a consumer of our product. But, I mean, I think there's there's certain people that do drink by ABV, and there's certain people right. that, like, always want I mean, I have a couple, uh, few customers that, you know, always want the 10, 12, 15, 16% beers if we put them out. Right. You know, Sam Adams has a beer every year that's called Utopia. It's, like, 23%. There's a pretty hilarious v- review on it by um, – forget the guy's name he calls himself the tennessee something or the you know georgia something he's a redneck boy and he right he drinks he's like he's like this tastes like something we buy down at the corner station you mm-hmm. know you can buy a gatorade jug for three dollars you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like some raisin moonshine that you know someone's yeah. you know cooking in their bathtub you know but um you know it's just it's a uh, i mean we make those beers it's right. not that they're not good um but we try to serve them in appropriate glasses too. You know, certain beers that we right. do that are fifteen percent alcohol, we only serve in six ounce glasses. Right. Um, and I think there's a time and place for those. There is a time and place, and you know that time could be any time for anybody. I mean, someone might be right. celebrating on a Wednesday night because it's their, they just got a promotion or whatever that might be, and that might be their way of celebrating. So I mean, we we kind of run the whole gamut. I mean, I think everybody, you know, different strokes for right. different folks. It's like motorcycles, you know. 
you know, as my but old man me, always used to tell me, there's an ass for every seat. You know, there's, yeah. oh, there's yeah. choppers, there's street bikes, there's, you know, bobbers, there's, there's a thousand different types of motorcycles. And, you know, there's always somebody that's like, oh, this is the coolest bike ever. And the same token, there's a guy looking at it going, why the hell would anybody buy that thing? Yeah. Right. right. So, so I think it's the same way with beers. And obviously it's the same way with rum and whiskey and vodka right. and everything else too. I mean, Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of people, I, you know, I for one drink Jeremy's vodka and, you know, there's other people that are like, why would I spend this on a bottle of vodka? I'm going to buy this stuff because I can get twice as drunk for half the much, half much the money. Much you money know, it's yeah. like, right. and, you know, and if that's your goal, then that's what you should do. You'll, yep, feel, so. you'll feel twice as bad the next yeah, exactly, day. That's exactly yeah. right. So, uh, so yeah, we, we, we brewed the whole gamut. I mean, it's, you know, this one was especially enjoyable for me. I think the other ones that we have, we're going to get on some that are a little bit higher in ABV here in a second. Um, which uh, the next one is actually a 6.7, so has about 1.2 percent more value to the to the glass. <laughs> um, but it's the it's the tangerine dreamsicle. We actually use tangerine. A friend of mine has a giant tangerine tree in his front yard in Holly yeah. Hill, and he brings us like like he uses recycle bins, but he brings us like five of his recycle bins every year of his Jeez. tangerines, and we juice them. Actually, Leo juices them. Yeah, it's about the like most fun you can have in a day. Leo painstakingly <laughs> juices these tangerines, and we put them in, you know, sanitized five-gallon buckets and freeze them, and we use them as the year goes through to make this. The best this part about beer, it which is, very, is I get to drink it. The tangerine juice. Is I the better beer. say the juice of the beer. Both. So, Both. That day. Onto the onto the six point seven tangerine dreamsicle. See, that was a good one. That, that sounds even colder. Beautiful. That does sound colder. So, that sounds chilly. <laughs> on to the next one. Um, this one we actually Where's use lactose sugar, which is a milk sugar. Um, it's, it's cheese sugar, basically, is what it is. And uh, we use fresh Holly Hill tangerines. And, uh, Don't use... laugh, Maro. Come on now. Our vodka comes straight out of Holly Hill. Yeah. What are you tangerine. laughing about, Maro? He's laughing about Holly Hill over tangerines. here. Tangerines. Come on, The Maro. fresh Holly Hill ones? Holly Hill? Hey, are these laced with anything being from Holly Hill? Listen, guys. <laughs> I guess when you're, you guys are all cracking on Holly Hill. That's my town. Don't oh, mess yeah. around. Him's my people. That's, that's right. <laughs> Trump wouldn't get booed in Holly Hill either. No. That's exactly right. <laughs> no. Four more years, I think, is um, what they so were we saying. So we use lactose sugar to give it a little bit more body, which is unfermentable. The yeast doesn't actually eat lactose sugar unless you add certain enzymes to it, such as like amylase. Um, but the, uh, it is an IPA. It's a New England style IPA. It's very low in hoppiness. Um, it's low in IBU. It's not the easiest of New England IPAs we do. Um, that's pretty hazy. <laughs> we have one that's like ten times hazier than that. We call the Cloud Nine. Oh, which the Cloud is Nine is good. Completely yeah. opaque. You will not see through the Cloud really? Nine. Yeah, it's juicy. You would this? think you're drinking yeast, but um, but this one has has vanilla in it. I don't know if you guys can taste the vanilla. It's delicious. That's um, what it is. And it has lactose sugar, tangerines, and that is good. I think we use Mandarina Bavaria hops, which is how do you German come up? Hop. How do you come up with your brews? You uh, just... I stay awake all night. I, I sleep like two hours a night. You just think of it, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Let me combine this and this. And then we do. Then out. we do a ninety-gallon batch, and if it doesn't go well, we put it on tap anyways and see what people say about it. And <laughs> if it's really bad, we give it all to Leo. There's a beer That's right, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Leo's not allowed in the tap room, so he has a special tap in the brewery. <laughs> I also have mango wheat on my tap. Right now? 
Yeah, well, I had to fill Morrow's keg, so. Oh, I gotcha. So, yeah, Leo has a special tab. You ever come by the brewery, you can ask to see Leo's tab. Leo's tab. <laughs> so it's one of those it's yeah. right next to the dart bar. Oh, God. Dart bar. Dart yeah. board. Dart oh, board. boy. I careful. broke into the tap a little early today. I'm sorry. This is the one in the broom closet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I just right. redid the floors over there. It's nicer than the brewery right now, honestly. Oh, I yeah. came to see Leo's tap. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Leo's yeah. tap? We're gonna get those requests. <laughs> next time, <laughs> there, next time, that's how you'll know how popular this podcast is: is yeah. how many by how many requests you get for Leo's tap. Leo comes out with a big <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> next I time I'm at Orman Brewery, sitting right next to it. Honestly, we're gonna get a tip jar next to his tap. <laughs> no. just, just the tap. Gilbert's gonna start getting jealous <laughs> that more people are going. <laughs> Going to find Leo's tap. They go into the tap room where there's 18 beers on tap, and they ask to find Leo's yeah. tap. Yep. Honestly, super money. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm there, I'm gonna tell Gilbert. I'm, I'm not. I'm just gonna walk past uh, him in the brew room, in the in the um, yeah, tap, tap room. room, and I'm be like, I'm looking for Leo's tap. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, the funny thing is, I had to come to the podcast tonight. And I couldn't find Leo. Leo. Leo likes to go to the podcast. The podcast is one of Leo's favorite things. And I couldn't find Leo, and so I had to Uber Leo down here. You know what? <laughs> that was a weird Uber ride too. The guy was Jewish, and the, the what do you call it, the um, Siri or whatever talking to him was talking in Hebrew the whole time. The guy wouldn't talk to me at all. Hmm. Don't know the reasoning for it, but... He has 4.9 stars. Well, it's because he doesn't talk. <laughs> Some people like that. I'm a very talkative person. He just, like, was ignoring me the whole time. Okay, I felt bad. You got a cooler full of beers, man. You want to open one up? <laughs> I tried to open one in the car. He, like, looked at me all shamefully. I was like, well, well, I guess you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no drinking and Ubering. Thought I was what doing the I, right thing there. What if I get out and sit? Did you sit in the back or in the front? He made me sit in the back, too. I like to sit in the front. <laughs> he took one I went look, to open the front door and he's like, get the fuck in the back. <laughs> he took one look at you and said, uh-uh, you're a backseat rider. He never said anything he said until he told you to get in the get back. The hell in the back. <laughs> then he miraculously spoke English. <laughs> I think that is a weird thing about Ubers. Is like, where do you sit? Yeah, I like to sit. I always check the front door first, and if the front door is locked, that kind of gives me this the signal that they don't want me sitting. They don't want you here. They don't want me sitting beside. You don't like bang on the window. (laughs) (laughs) No. Excuse me, this door's not open. (laughs) You see him? I don't want to sit in the back. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, give me the thumbs to the back seats. My buddy Joe, he he's been Uber driving since he left the. uh, the hurricane shutter place and like he put a camera in his car oh my god that's hilarious he's like been posting those videos on tiktok i think you have i mean if i was an uber driver he has I would a sign have to i would have to. he has a sign in his car you may be live and so now he's like been posting the videos oh my god people pour, new pour. year's Holy. I can't even imagine. New Year's. Oh, that was so funny. He had this girl in it, this guy and girl got in the back seat of his car, and the dude was trashed. But the girl wasn't. She's a big old girl too. And like the whole time, <laughs> she is like molesting this dude with her tits. Like the whole the whole time. It was like terrible. And so they drop him, they drop the girl off first, and the guy gets back in the car and he looks over at Joe and goes, That was the worst mistake of my life. <laughs> Awesome. And the whole video is on the internet for her to see. Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook and on TikTok. Wow. Tits are not the worst way to die, though. Dude. True. He was. He, I'm, I'm surprised he was still alive. Like, how he didn't suffocate. Like, <laughs> like he's driving around and she keeps grabbing his head and, like, shoving it in the, Oh, my God. It was so funny. 
Right. Do a couple more laps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to get away. Keep this baby going. As funny as the video Keep was, though, he had to like call Uber to get him like a forty-five dollar car cleaning because the dude like ended up puking all oh. on the side of his car yeah. afterwards. That, on the side of the car, uh, on the outside? Yeah, on the outside. Well, that's the better side. than the inside. Yeah, it was right way inside. better than him throwing up inside. But yeah. that's one thing I couldn't do. I couldn't do the late night around here. Yeah. It was wild though. That was the most wild video he's posted so far. The dude funny. getting like, he threw up in an, U- in an Uber. You're an amateur. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I can't speak, but I've never thrown up in an Uber. That was your first Uber ride tonight, though, wasn't it's it? The same no, thing. I don't have a license for a lot of the times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a lot of the time. <laughs> the only times I have it comes, a it comes and goes. <laughs> it comes and goes. It does. <laughs> Some Are days it's attorney? here, some days huh? it's not. Are you an attorney? No, he's a doctor. Oh, he's a doctor. Yeah. He's, he, he will be a doctor come summer. Uh-huh. He's at Palmer College of Chiropractic. Nice. Oh, I didn't Attorney, know I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy went to life. I went to life, yeah. Oh, yeah? I was about six months away from graduating, being a chiropractor. And you said, fuck it all. I did. <laughs> Let's make rum instead. I'm going to drink. <laughs> That's right. Well, so, yeah. that's a question we've never asked. No, how did God, you, don't even. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know how you decided to drop out of chiropractic school and start making rum. Well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a straight path like oh, that. Oh, okay. There was so, more money in rum. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was part of it, actually. No, actually, I... Uh, your student loans are paid off already. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Negative ghost driving. Negative. Adi Sally's still it's, calling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, Sally, I just keep, I keep, you know, delete, delete, delete. Wow. Uh, How many phone numbers can they have? Uh, too many. <laughs> yeah. They change them up. Sally yeah. does. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but uh, they like to start with 800 numbers. Then they'll go to like uh, 386 numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, this yeah. must be somebody. Oh, this I is know. somebody I know. No. Nope. They're like, fuck. They talk to you like they are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you owe the government. Uh, <laughs> you wise guys. No, I think chiropractors really cool. Actually, my father-in-law's a chiropractor. I had cousins that are chiropractors, and I was gonna. I, like I said, I, I like chiropractic. I still go all the time. Um, it just wasn't for me, oh, honestly. Okay. Um, I was in outpatient clinic. I was seeing patients. I was doing the whole deal, and uh, yeah, it just wasn't for me. I just, you know what? I, I figured here's Justin will get a kick out of this. It, it was all the, the insurance and the paperwork and all the, the, the extra stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with all this paperwork. Just make rum. <laughs> just make rum. There's no paperwork. God, there's more paperwork involved in making rum than there is in chiropractic. But, but no, it's, uh, it, it's, like I said, I, I, I really I dig chiropractors. I, I go all the time, and uh, I, I like it, but it just wasn't for me. All right, so we've had two beers. We've talked a little about, about rum. We haven't talked... A minute about motorcycles yet. And bike week is upon us. The bike week is coming up. Us. And, I, and I, I've seen some since the last time I was here. You've got some really cool stuff in this shop. I do. Some new stuff, yeah. Uh, what do we have? We have a 2017 bagger with a 30 inch front wheel. Which is sick, uh, by the way. It lays frame, so it does not have a kickstand. That's the Sturgis. Uh, nope, that no. was that, that red. Uh, street glide. Oh, the red street glide, yeah. We have a 2014 road glide uh, that was built for the 75th Sturgis Rally. Um, it's that got a Tras turbo on it, and that's pretty cool. Uh, we got some older bikes. We got a BSA. It's a neat bike. We have a W650, which is a Kawasaki. 
Um, but it looks just like a Triumph. If I took the I, Kawasaki... I didn't know. I, I, when I walked up to it, I was like, what is yeah. this thing? Because, well, first of all, I don't know anything about bikes. but I don't know. Did they get a cease and assist or something on that? No, they didn't get a cease and desist. Actually, I had from 2004 till 2008, all I rode was W650. I had one when I was going to college. Yeah? And I actually took the, the metal W650 badge off of it, and I put a Triumph like decal that I bought on it. I had so many people go up to me and say, what year Triumph was it? And I said, oh, it was a 69 T120. They go, oh, that's so cool. I remember those. I never took the conversation any further than that because I didn't really right. didn't want to mess with them. But never once did anybody like correct me. I mean, yeah. whereas the, the newer Triumphs actually have like a hook in the exhaust that's pretty you know definitive that it's a newer bike. Right. The, uh, the Kawasaki knocked the Triumph off pretty much identical besides the double drive on the right side of it. It looks pretty similar, even to the BSA that's yeah. parked right behind it. If you go look at them side by side, they're they're pretty close. Um, they're cool bikes, great bikes. You drive them for fifty thousand miles without doing any maintenance. It's got kickstart and electric start, uh, so it has both. If someone's buy that for me. He's gonna be a lucky person. We have a pretty cool Yamaha Bolt too. I mean, it sounds amazing it for what cool it exactly. for what it is. I mean, you can't get a better value for five thousand dollars. I mean, that's it's a, a cool it's bike. a sweet bike. Sweet bike. It looks cool. It sounds good. Handles well. Yeah, Those are some of the newer bikes. We're trying to ramp up a little bit for bike week. What's the blue one over here? That's a drift trike. No. <laughs> I know what that is. The drift trike is awesome. So the blue one is a electric glide. And you can tell kind of by the lights in the front. The electric glide will have the driving lights Okay. Um, on each side of the headlight. Uh, that one's all done up. That motor's pretty powerful. It's had a lot CBO of work done to it. it. It's it's not a CVO. It's got a custom paint job. Okay. But it has been uh, gone through and, and souped up. It's uh, pretty. Yeah, we're trying to increase our inventory here. Need some more help. Uh, get some more help. Yep. Looking for some more service guys. Really good service guys. And, if you listen uh, to the podcast. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> call me. Uh, I think we're going to be doing a couple builds. We've never done a build here before. But, oh. uh we're going to do a, is this a build the, uh, or two before Biketoberfest. Is this the Powered by Copper Bottom build? Hopefully it is. <laughs> it could be. Do it a, could be. What, what's the highest proof we can get to? We get like 192. 190. We get a little bit higher than that? We can use, uh, ben, I, what is it? Yeah, I could probably get Benzine? up there. Yeah, I, could, I mean, Ural, if we had to. I mean, that's 96%. That's It could be first runnings, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> doesn't matter really what it is. We could put that in the Ural, right? Could a Ural run first runnings? I think a Ural can run anything. You can, you can run motor oil in a Ural. Yeah. Really? Like six to one compression. Yeah, it's not. just joking. <laughs> the new ones are the new ones are pretty. Uh, I tried to kickstart that 2019. I mean, it's hard to kickstart compared to the older ones. So I'm not sure what the compression is with the new heads and stuff on the new ones. Like Urals have a kickstart on them. Oh, they all do. They started kickstart, and now you know they now they have electric and kick. But they kept the kick. And the 2019s is a whole new system, whole new heads. That's the white one that's over parked by the garage. So I, I don't know a ton of those yet. Uh, this is the first 2019 I've had, or the second one. So I'm still. Yeah. Marlo's gonna let me take that 2010 home with me. He just doesn't know it yet. Well, that one's here for service. I'm just the guy might be upset. If you yeah. Take it. Yeah, that'd be bad. But we can find you one. <laughs> I'm just playing. You were at my shop a few. I, now, now that I keep, now that I look back, I see the green, the green monster back there. Yeah, I brought it over when you guys were doing say, the got, Tesla. Thing. Yeah, you guys were at the shop when we were doing the Tesla test drive. So, what did you think about that? Well, my parents were in town, 
And I had been in a Tesla before, um, but I wanted my parents to experience it. And uh, Which one did you get in? We took the Model X, which is their oh. SUV. Well, that was the high-performance one, too. Yes, it was a It was no joke. Um, I mean, they, it's hard to describe, unless you've been in it, the acceleration. It's just so instant. I mean, they were like... It doesn't every, pin you back in the seat. It throws you yeah, back in the everyone's seat. Everyone's, like, impressed every time. Yeah. My parents were impressed. They've got some cool gadgets on there. You can do a whoopee cushion. Yeah, we did that. And, <laughs> I mean, we laughed the whole ride. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ride. So you could put the whoopee cushion, you could pick the seat you want it to sound in, and then every time you hit the turn signal, <laughs> it may, you know, the whoopee cushion goes off. And it was just so hilarious. We picked my daughter up um, from the babysitter and put her in there after we had already driven a while. And she was like, she's like what's going on? She had no clue, but uh, they're a ton of fun. I can't wait for the truck to come out. My wife the took one. Ugliest sin. So my wife. Truck. So they had. They, what it was is we had a Tesla came out and they brought like I don't know five or six cars out and we're doing test rides. This was during the twenty four hour race, so they were doing test rides and all this stuff. And I took it out and I was gone for like fifteen minutes or so. Right, taking it, taking it out for a ride. I was like, this is pretty cool. And I told my wife, I was like, you got to jump in this thing. It's pretty sweet. She jumps in. I'm granted. I'm the only one at the shop, so we're just opening. I'm like, yeah, go take it out. Come back. We're slammed this day. Like two hours later, she comes back, and I'm like, where the hell were you? Like literally, I've got like Instagram videos where she's just rolling down the beach, just you know, in in this Tesla. She had the she was she the Model Three, I guess, was the one she was in. But she was gone for almost two hours. I'm like, what the hell are you doing in this thing? I'm sitting here calling her up, like I'm slammed over here. I need some help, and nothing. She's just out in the Tesla. She was gone a while. She was gone for a while. I don't know if you ever saw her. No, she came <laughs> Did, back. She was very excited. Yeah, she was very she was excited. Very excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she wants one now, right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> no motorcycle for you. Just no motorcycle Tesla. for me. No Tesla for her. So <laughs> if she's getting a Tesla, I'm getting uh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, I like that one. Is that, he loves that's a that six, CVO. Is that a 16? That's a 14. 14. 14 CVO soft tail. Uh, it's got the black and root beer uh, paint job. I mean, they're super, super uh, good looking bike. Oh, man. It yeah, catches your eye right away. Yeah. It's a CVO Deluxe 14 with the Daymakers. Sold two of them back when I worked for Harley. The Daymakers? Yeah, it's a Daymaker the headlight. Daymaker headlights. Yeah. It's the first year they came out with them was in 14. They do, they do a lot of nice touches on the CVOs. Uh, they're, they're keyless, which a lot of them bikes are now. But, I mean, the little, the little badge on the tank light up. And I got a, a lot of nice little touches on it. I like it. the pipes on that one, too. It's, a, it's just a good-looking bike all yeah. the way around. They had the uh, till blue and the cream in that, in that CVO model as well. And it was really nice, too. Yeah, it's got fishtails. They call those fishtails, yeah. the exhaust. Yeah, it's sweet. So what's our next beer? Yeah, what else we, we got have? here? We t- I think we're uh, we got two more. We got to tap one of them if we're gonna try it, which is the mango weed ale. But we got a batch four double IPA. Batch four. Double <clears throat> the IPA. reason we call it batch four is it's the fourth year we've done it, and it's actually a. It's gonna get. Yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna get Justin spray Justin. Yeah. So sounds cold. Super cool. Sounds cold. So, so batch four is the fourth year we've done this beer. It's a eight point four percent double IPA. We actually only did one keg of batch four because the rest of it 
<laughs> it's amazing how terrible Leo is at pouring beer. <laughs> you get half of it on the table. It's, it's more on the table than there is. It's a hard is. can to pour from, though. Listen, I get it, but... I'm not allowed to even go in the tap room. You respected <laughs> me. I don't learn nothing on that side. We completely understand why he doesn't let you in the tap room. <laughs> After, yeah. That's why you have your own tap. That's it's why exactly why I have my own tap. Whose is this? Yours. 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 Mine's this one. Oh. Well, it's yours now. Okay, just set it down by the microphone. Like, it's not yeah, going like to hear anything. Yeah, it's not going to hear anything, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's Leo's. That's Leo's. Leo's. He tried to yeah, you mess this up? You didn't give me your glass. I was so, just pouring <coughs> So this is actually a pretty exciting beer for us. We uh, we do it every year, usually in December. And Which we, we do an 80 to 90 gallon batch. It's a lot of grains. We At first, we have a bigger mash tun now than we started with. At first, we weren't able to do much more than 75 gallons. But we do it, and most of the batch we actually stick in a tequila barrel. Oh. And we age for approximately five to six months, and we release on Cinco de Mayo. Hmm. We so will be see this year. This will be uh, released on Cinco de Mayo? That out of the barrel. This is the non-barrel-aged version of the Cinco de Mayo tequila barrel-aged double IPA, which we call Don Quixote. Don Quixote. <laughs> yeah. De La Mancha. So, that name is amazing. It is. And we actually well, do the whole play on words. We actually spell it with the, the, the animal donkey. <laughs> Hyphen J O T. We thought it was funny. It was just it was just a little inside joke. It had had, a strong nose to it. It, it does, does have a strong nose. Very. We use a lot of hops. We use a lot of malt um, backbone in this beer. A lot of the IPAs we do are pretty um, not malt for. We do um, just kind of clean, you know, neutral IPAs. Um, but this one we use a lot of a little bit darker malt in to get more color and more, you know, caramel flavors mm-hmm. too. And the tequila complements really well. So I was going to so say, I could the, see how the tequila would work with this. Come yeah. our May podcast, you guys will get this we'll taste tequila, it tequila barrel, and I think it'll uh, have improved quite a bit. So it's a, it's a crowd favorite. And uh, we, we call it the Batch 4 now. It used to be called the Donkey Pre-Show. Yeah, we went really <laughs> PC on this year. The donkey. the tail on the donkey. Which, <laughs> we, uh, <clears throat> the we, Pre-Show. We, we nixed the name Donkey Pre-Show. <laughs> Did you have to change the batch four because all the Mexicans were offended? No, I, I think it was just everybody was offended. Everybody was offended by that one. It was a lot of offending. I mean, I mean, nobody wants to talk about a donkey show. <laughs> donkey pre-show is just a bad name for it. It was, it was Gilbert's idea. He's my tap room manager, and, and he was frequently fine behind the bar. But um, but yeah, it was uh, we, we named it batch four this time. <laughs> I told him that was no longer allowed. I, I really like the donkey pre-show better. Yeah. Well, that's what you're drinking, so. Yeah. <laughs> Have had it. We should do a motorcycle-inspired beer. I don't yeah. know what we put in it, but. Let's do it, man. I brew. Now that you're doing builds. Fine leather. It has I'll, to be I'll, And two stroke oil. <laughs> and two stroke oil. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got so many bottles of castor bean oil that. <laughs> it smells nice. Oh, it smells wonderful. It smells like my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Golden Spectro. I put yeah. <laughs> How about we just make it the color of the castor bean oil and like... it's clear. Castor bean oil is clear, but it smells like just the most amazing. It smells like two strokes racing in like yeah. 1985, which uh, which is an amazing know. smell. I use cast like I don't know like two of my employees realize that the rest of them don't, but like I put it in my weed whackers and my chainsaw and, and like cause we use those you know mostly the leaf blower around the shop, but like 
you start on my leaf blower and it sounds it smells like a two-stroke race bike <laughs> i use like 100 octane i mix i mix av gas with non-ethanol that i get from cunningham gas shameless plug for cunningham over there i like those guys i get my i get all my lp from there too yeah cunningham's great but um but yeah i, I mix i mix 93 octane non-ethanol with av gas and i put castor bean oil in it to run in my leaf blower and it smells delicious <laughs> if so. you guys over at cunningham want to sponsor the podcast <laughs> we will uh yeah, we'll take any form of donation you would like to give us. You know what they should do is they should just give us a barbecue tank and like a big egg. Yeah, a green. Oh, egg. that'd be we'll awesome. Take a, yeah, we'll I, take one of those. I got eggs. a Green Mountain uh, pellet grill from those guys. Yeah, it's fantastic. I got a pizza oven insert in it, and oh. we can do. Oh, oh that oh is my cool. So Where for, is that at the house? It's at the house. Yeah. So for my Next daughter's, podcast, Jeremy's house. <laughs> <laughs> so for my daughter's fourth, I'm trying to think of which daughter it was. Oh no, it was my daughter's third birthday. My, we did a Pizza Planet pizza party, and we got pizza dough, and we had all the kids make their own pizzas, and I threw them in the threw them in the. And I'll tell you, in the in the pellet grill, it had all the wood fired taste to it and everything. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. That thing is brilliant. Yeah. Yep. So Green Egg, Green Mountain, whatever you guys want to donate. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we smoked some chicken on. What was that chicken on Saturday, or was that Sunday? It was Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did some chicken on Sunday and the Cajun, the Cajun chi- smoked Cajun chicken. That was awesome. Nice. Yeah. You guys need to, like, donate something. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get with them. Donate yeah. a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, that's what Morrow needs to do. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll let you ride the drift trike. That'll be enough. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> enough. You see, I put new skins on it. I, I did. did. I saw that, and then I walked in. Yeah, those are brand new. You have to buy the skins. Everyone's like, can it. I try that? Yeah, it's got new skins. <laughs> Nobody can ride it with Can't new skins. Can't ride it now with new skins. Who wore the old skins out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, that asshole needs to be fired. <laughs> I, don't know. I think he was once or twice. <laughs> I, think he's on his, I think he's on his third life. How <laughs> many lives do people have over at the brewery? Like, I haven't seen Leo in a while. What happened? Oh, I fired him. Huh. It's hard to fire him when he lives there. No. You just walk a few units down. He's helping someone else. I, that sometimes happens. It's okay. Justin doesn't know. I'm about to do a roof next month. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, what about Santos Palooza? Santos happening? It's gonna happen. Yeah, we gotta we gotta ramp it up though. You're yeah, Santos. We to, we're asking you, not we you asking us. An event for it. Me and Santos were talking about. Me I mean, and we're gonna have to bring the bikes down. And you'll have to buy yeah. like three more drift trikes. Um, no, there's no. no drift trikes during Santos Palooza. No, that's for the. For Christmas party, you better buy that, or we're not gonna have one for the Christmas. Dude, I tried party. to talk Nick into it. He's got all that free ride money. I'll I'll do buy here, pay here on that for you, Leo. Let's you go. know what? Actually, I, I'm buying a houseboat right now. So can I um like store a motorcycle you, in your driveway? You know, you kind of seem like a houseboat guy. I gotta be <laughs> honest with you. Houseboat guy. <laughs> you seem like a houseboat guy. You'd be like MacGyver. <laughs> all right, what what does a, a drift trike run? Not specifically this one, but in general. Oh, how much? Like eighteen hundred bucks. Okay. I, I've had a bunch. Those are the best ones. That I've one's found. never been used. That one's. This one is solid frame. Beautiful. It just works. You can beat the heck out of them. They. It just works. I've it had, works for a toy. A lot of them you burn up the clutch. It's hard to find the skins, the PVC pipes. Some will use metal instead of PVC, and those are bad because it, it just shoots sparks and it's hitting you and it's loud. It's not smell like a grinder all day. Even the PVC matters. I've had uh, different PVC that better, but they wear out quicker. 
It's like Schedule 80 right there. And you can't go, you can't go to the plumbing supply and say, "Hey, I want this." I mean, the Chinese have it down. That tire fits that sleeve. Period. And you can't, you can't switch them. I don't know how they do it. No, yeah. it's uh, it's fun. But yeah, Santos Blues is definitely on. Yeah, we need right. to create an event for it so we can yeah, like we need blast to, it out. I, I haven't done enough work. I haven't done any work on it to be honest. I haven't either. So well, March fourteenth. <clears throat> All right, five o'clock. Right. Five, what are we doing? Are we doing it at night or day or what? I say we I say we started at five o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Five o'clock's kind of sounds good, good to time. me. When things wind down, I mean it's. I'm bringing the ambulance over. You're bringing mm-hmm. the ambulance. We're gonna do a rum sampling. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna set up the stage and everything. We'll set up the stage. Boilermakers. Boilermakers? What's that? You don't know what a boilermaker is? I have no idea. It's a beer and a shot, man. Yeah, boilermaker. I'm allowed to do that. No, you're probably not, but probably not. I'm giving away the shot. Yeah, so. if you walk out with a beer, you get a boilermaker. Yeah. yeah, you take the beer to his table and it makes a boilermaker out of it. All right, so we do that, and then uh, we gotta bring bikes down. I think we, you know, I'll, I'll clear all my bikes out. And we can set my mezzanine up with uh, a couple of your bikes. I mean, I'll probably bring we could run a trailer back and forth. Cause I'll put some of my bikes down here if you want to try to sell them. Cause yeah. I'm overloaded. My if, wife's you, if you want one, if you want one in my sales. shop, I'll I mean, throw one over there too. If you want to donate one to the, yeah, I'll take. I'll put one of the vintage ones over here. At your <laughs> Which one? Probably one of the vintage. Yeah, yeah. I, I think someone's coming to look at that TS125 on Thursday, but maybe this W650 or the BSA or yeah, or even the Bolt. I mean, I feel like those are kind of. Let's see yeah, fits. Yeah. Let's stick the auction H two over here. That's that one you're riding. That one time we were at your shop, right? Yeah, I think so. No, right at the brewery. No, it's not the Where one you you rode around the block. Oh yeah, the white one. The white one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds like five chainsaws. Yes. Yeah, yeah, strapped together. Yeah. Loud as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to teach me how to ride. I got the perfect bike for you to learn to ride on. Do you? Still got the scooters. That's what he's talking about, right? Well, you can put the scooters down here for bike week, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's I don't want to sell them unless it's a pair, because those have been together for... Yeah, it's like dogs. 37 years. <laughs> I don't want to separate them after 37 years know, of being that'd together. Be that'd be hard to do. They're, they're Separation anxiety, bike, you know? Yeah. Bikes have emotions, too. They do. <laughs> they, they do. Bikes Motorcycles people people always have emotions. Yeah. I, have, I have a pair of 1982 Suzukis yeah. that are manufactured four numbers apart, but they're really? the same year, 1982 Suzukis. That's cool. And, and they look like... How the heck do you find that? Uh, you just find things. They find you, actually. I think. Yeah, it's a yeah. problem. It's, once you get to a critical mass of motorcycles, they keep finding you, and everybody comes to you and is like, hey, I found someone with this. Do you want to buy this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course Please I do. no. Please no. <laughs> so, That's a problem uh, I would yes. like to have. Yes. Morrow would text me like, what was it, six months ago, a year ago? Hey, there's this auction. Is there anything you want there? I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Take this and this and this and this. Yes, yes. <laughs> we got that auction over in Tampa. That was pretty cool to watch. I pretty yeah. much watched it the whole day. There was a motorcycle collector that died, passed away, and he died in an RV accident. Come on. Coming yeah, back from an AMA race, which is like the most on. tragic thing. A guy that races motorcycles his whole life dies in a motorcycle. In an home. RV. Oh, like, he, yeah. he was a big time racer, too. He was a big time racer, and you started reading up on the guy, and like, 60% of the people said he was an asshole, which, you know, if you're into racing and you're, you know, a little bit obnoxious. At least half of them are going to think you are anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's kind of the competitive nature. And, uh, you know, reading about the guy was kind of cool. And um, his bike collection was absurd. That is I mean, sad. stuff that, that was just like. You're a motorcycle guy and you'd think, like, what's the odds, right? You're going to die yeah, on, I'm a die on a motorcycle. Yeah, I'm going to die on a motorcycle, but I die in a 
RV, an RV going through South Carolina on the interstate. Ugh. It's crazy, man. That's not the way you want. As a motorcycle racer, it's not the way you want to go out. You but when I went to the auction to pick up that bike that we that you bid on for me, thank thank you by the way. <laughs> they uh, they were like, no, his collection got picked through for a year and a half before it went here. He's like, his collection was about twice this big. Wow. So I mean, that was just what was left, left over. over. He had he had top dollar stuff. I mean, stuff. Wow. And it, it went all for. 30 cents on the dollar really wow. looking back on it, I mean the bike that I got for 4500 is probably worth there's one on eBay now kind of it's not the same but wow. there's one going on eBay right now for 25 I think it's at yeah. mm. so some of this old I mean the old stuff it's it's weird you know it's like cars and anything it goes through a period where there's the baby cycles. boomers become you know in demand for those things and the price gets driven up so it won't stay that way forever so what is the beer that we're testing, tasting right now? This is uh, this so is the, this the, the, the uh, Morrow exclusive, I think. This yeah, is the Morrow exclusive. Leo just put it on the tap here at Santos Cycles. We also have it on Leo's tap at Ormond Brewery. The new new batch is only available at Santos Cycles and on Leo's tap. This it, week, it's beautiful. Till next week, it's very so. good. It was kegged today, so it'll be out next week. So that's the next paradigm with beer: is that the new generation. I don't think likes drinking beer. They like drinking juice boxes. You know, and so I agree with you on that actually. And so they want beer that doesn't taste like beer. You know, That's we're gonna we're gonna do a T-shirt. That's why the seltzers are big. Yeah, seltzers the downfall of the entire alcohol industry. Seltzer tastes like yeah. shit. I, I agree with you. Listen, you're not the but, only one that's got that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but my wife, on the other hand, oh, God. <laughs> has a case of White Claw in the fridge. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't believe you. Did Why that. did you do this? Why would you do this? I Why just would you had do this a discussion to me? With white, to me. about White Claw today. I had a okay. guy ask me. He had never had White Claw. He goes, what is, what's, you know, what is White Claw? What's it taste like? And I'm like, it's something good to drink on the beach. When you're on the beach, maybe you don't want a beer. Maybe you want like a White Claw. I still want a beer. I still but it's want not something. something you're gonna order at the at the bar. You want to know my opinion of it? Yeah, you hate it. No, not necessarily. I mean, no, it, it you tastes, made a seltzer, didn't you? Yeah, we do a seltzer. Yeah, one star seltzer. It's amazing. The raspberry will be it's, out next week. Yeah, we're, we just did a raspberry today. We finished it up. You but, calling uh, it the one star raspberry? Justin doesn't drink it. One star seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. So when seltzer. somebody leaves us a one star review, we just embrace it. That's yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, a brewery. I give, I give this seltzer a one star review. It's like. <laughs> Perfect. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> we warned you. Hey, at least we sell our own seltzer, though. That's true. I mean, there's breweries that, that sell more White Claw than they sell their own beer. See, that's a problem. That's, that is a problem. That's an issue. It's a fundamental problem. It's a huge it's issue. It's like vape fluid mixed with, like, cheap vodka mixed with, like, seltzer water. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it tastes and smells like vape fluid, in my opinion. It's very artificial. Yeah. Have breweries ever done, like, a pop-up, like, for a new beer, like, at a different location? What's a pop-up? Like, you go to, like, a different place. So the answer is no. You can't do it? <laughs> that's exactly right. Huh. And that's the problem is... Right to your be, senators. It would be cool. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it would be cool if you could do stuff like that. That would be cool. The problem is, is... And, and, and the answer is not necessarily no, because, yeah, we could do it. The problem is we can't sell it. Maybe we just do, like, like pre-Santos Palooza. We do a pop-up at Santos Cycles, what you're saying? For yeah. your beer, and you invite your clientele... You bring your staff here, and you do like a, a drift trike. Oh, pop God, Leo, drift stop with the drift trike. Leo, buy uh, the drift trike. Just buy it already. Dude, I got I my houseboat. The... We already talked about it. You can put that on the houseboat. You're going to use that more than you're going to use a houseboat. I doubt that. 
I, I know it. You're going to drive that to house. You're not going to you make it. I'm about to say, you're not going to make it from Ormond to your houseboat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why would you need a houseboat? Not on the drift track. Not on the drift track, you're not. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is delicious, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> good beer. Yeah, it's beer. great beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so God. We're going to start the... Uh, Oh, I forgot we even side had side. Yeah, we talked about bikes. We talked about beer. And... Oh, yeah, but I, I talked a lot. That's why I was, even though we didn't talk about rum, I talked, talked a lot. We talked about racing. It's okay. Yeah, we talked about racing. We got to get back on topic. Get a big on topic some here. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, we, we, and the good thing I, about. I got some down here. This yeah, we don't need. My, yeah, this is my rum glass. Oh, here we go. See, we got some little samples. Now, so we've been using all of Morrow's cups. So, <laughs> and we have. They're actually doing it. By Orman Brewing. Alright. Yeah, so what I brought, I brought a, uh, which we've had here before. We brought our um, beer barrel finished rum, which is this one in particular is Persimmon Hollow, and it was their stout. And then I brought a uh, Clement, and I'm probably butchering that. I'm sure that's not the right way to say it, but it's a, uh, a rum that I got, a buddy of mine gave to me for my birthday, and it was a, it's a agricole style rum, so it's a all agricole rum is is it means it's made from a sugarcane juice, a raw sugarcane juice, as opposed to molasses or something else. Pretty good. So I figured, you know what, I'll bring it over and uh, you can kind of compare the two and see what you think. And you know, you can you can definitely be honest. There, if, an agricole rum is definitely a different style of rum. It's the problem with rum, and this is I tell a lot of people this. The problem the problem rum has is it's it's dominated by two giant companies. You know, you've got Bacardi and you've got Captain Morgan. And if that's all you know about rum, then yeah, rum sucks. You know, when you try something a little different, it it, it kind of kind of surprises people sometimes. So our rum kind of surprises people, and this is one that I figured would, might surprise you guys as well. So something a little different. Honestly, it's just I brought this for for Rev the Barber here because I figured you know we got to educate him a little bit on rum here. Yeah. And if, if anybody wants to know what Rev the Barber's favorite rum is, it's uh, Copper Bottom Distillery's beer barreled <laughs> rum. So if anybody, if any of your clients need a, uh, a a tip gift, is that what we're calling it? Yeah, if you want to gift me gift. anything, I'm a little buzzed right now. If you can't tell, I'll go ahead and just put that out there. He has a driver. I do have a driver. I do have an Uber. Not a, not an Uber. I have a Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's got a full beer. What are we doing yeah. here? I can make waste of this. <laughs> make waste of this. Do you want to try to, both, or you want to try this one? I went to make a dark and stormy at my house yeah, the other day. This one yet. And I realized I was out of copper bottom beer barrel drum, and I was so sad. I could have, I could have cried. That's a little salty that you took that that bottle. Just I need to barrel. get one. I want to yeah. take this one too. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you take it if you give me your uh, gold. Oh man, now we're rushing. Yeah, we're, we're listen, guys. We're trying. I, to I know a guy. Them. I got a guy. Okay. I don't have it here, but I got a guy. <laughs> this is yours. Yeah, it's very—they're very different, and it's, it's, it's not a—it's like, not a comparison. Which you didn't get did the other one. In this one. No, I only got. You know this what I one. think would make the beer barrel aged rum better? What? Mormon Brewing. Mormon, Mormon Brewing. Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what barrel? he needs? To no, do? I, listen, I agree with you 100. percent In the dude, <laughs> in a barrel that's been in like. We're doing the Imperial Dude in, in a couple weeks. And we're putting in a um, a barrel. So. All right. Oh, we, have, we have four barrels coming out. We'll uh, we'll have to call it something else. Also, but, speaking of the dude, so I might need that barrel. We'll do the. We'll do the beer bikes and barrels. That'll be the, that'll be the, uh, the theme for the the bike. We can do a bike that's themed on the beer bikes and barrels podcast. Yeah. And I can give Jeremy the, the barrels that I have that's coming out. 
I only need one. And whoever buys the motorcycle will get a bottle of beer and a bottle of rum. We'll sweeten the deal for the, we'll, and for we'll, the buyer. We'll sign them all? Yeah. I'll sign the gas tank. Heck. I'll sign the bottle and the gas it's tank. It's almost as good as getting Carol Shelby what to are sign we, the What are we doing <laughs> for <laughs> Almost. <car>? Almost. <laughs> for Biketoberfest? Yeah, Biketoberfest. If we do Biketoberfest. He needs more. We'll next bike week. No, next I can bike. do it for Biketoberfest. If we do a Biketoberfest. I, I won't have the beer out that soon. Okay. No, oh, okay. So, so next, next bike, week. bike week. Maybe. Because we'll and do our long, build. How long do you want in the barrel? It. I'm just pulling the beer flavors out. It really doesn't take that long. Okay. So next bike week. Because we can have the bike painted. The tank could be painted like a barrel. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be and real cool. A couple of lo- three logos on the side there. We can incorporate the logo somehow. Maybe, you know. We'll have to talk more about yeah. this. Yeah. See, the, the ideas to get hashed on this podcast are, are immense. And it'll be powered by Copper Bottom Rum. This well, is yours. That's so what we can tell the TCB. If we're going to do that, we're going to have to use a Ural. What and that? that we can paint. Because I don't know if these newer fuel-injected bikes will run off of... Oh, what? I have a bunch of old motors. What do you want? There's like a bunch <laughs> in the storage unit out back. Yeah, I got a bunch. Of got another there. little cup down there. The rev here yeah. needs a. Uh, <laughs> I need to taste the other one. You picked the one that you wanted right away. You you just grabbed the one that you knew you liked. See, I, I love this stuff, man. It makes the best dark and stormies. I don't know what I got the last time. You know you what got, I, use I think in, you got mine. You know what I use in my dark and stormies is burners. Dude, why don't we? Ginger ale. Oh, I got a, I got a Ferner's ginger ale makes the best dark and stormy. Yeah. We can actually take a lime. Yeah. What do you think about the rums there? Oh. I think they're phenomenal. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I think they're, you're very right. different though, right? Yeah, they're way oh, different. Way different. And, oh, you can, way different. and you can see, you can taste the earthiness and the... Yeah, yours, you got that. Yours seems to have a bite at the end of the sip, where this yeah. one, the bite comes in the beginning. Yeah, it's and right there. I don't there know the why that's different. So I know, I know someone that actually processes their own sugar cane. What? Yeah. Next to my old house in Micanopy, Florida. His name is Julio. On, on Deerfield Farms. <laughs> okay. I think his name is Bubba. Uh, <laughs> close. Close. <laughs> but that would be an interesting one. Right, if wrong. you guys, I mean, I think there's enough people processing their own sugar cane. I think that would be a cool thing to do. Heck yeah, I would. One batch of a year, two batches of a year. I mean, not to. I'd be willing to do one a year. Yeah. I mean, if you or, get enough sugar cane for it. I wouldn't think I'd need. They use a they use an old tractor and they take one of the wheels off the tractor and they have this old mill that they've had yeah. since like the 1920s. I guess during the, uh, I guess during they started doing it during the 20s for for actual sugarcane syrup that they made, but in the 30s and 40s they actually had rations during yeah. World War II on sugar. Yeah, <laughs> they did. But they didn't have rations on cane syrup, and so these guys got past the whole ration process and people in and around Central Florida near Micanopy had plenty of cane syrup to put on their waffles and their French toast and whatever the heck else they were making <laughs> because they didn't have to actually give the army any of it. It's it freedom toast, I'm sure, back then. It wasn't French toast. We can't. Oh, no, French. They were, yeah, they we were, were all right. They were allies. We're all right. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think, I think, you know, pure cane sugar is a pretty neat thing. I mean, I think. That's very cool, yeah. It's it's hard to find because most of the big sugar producers are all well, yeah just straight they, yeah, to process just straight to process and they're all it's already accounted for but uh, yeah I got, so th- I got somebody I can put you in touch with uh, yeah I'd like that actually yeah so that'd be pretty cool to have uh, some pure sugar cane from Florida it would give it a different flavor mm-hmm. yeah it, it'd be similar to this I mean yeah. the the Clement here I mean this is this is a, a more like I said you get that more earthy yeah. and, and I don't, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but I, it, it's definitely got a more earthiness to it, a little bit more uh, grassiness almost. It's, it's hard to explain, but yeah, I got that. 
Yeah, because your, yours has more of a flavor to it. This has more of a. It doesn't have that bite on it. What I like about this is it's it's kind of like ours where they don't sweeten it. Those kind of things. It, right. I I try to gravitate towards rums that aren't back sweetened a whole lot because there's just right. so many of them out there. They're super sweet. And I don't. You know, I, in my opinion, rum's not supposed to be super sweet. Unless you're me, and then what the heck do I know? You like the beer barrel aged one. It's not. I sweet. love it. Yeah. yeah, it's probably my favorite. Yeah, but he doesn't backsweeten it. So no, he doesn't backsweeten it like Kraken does. I mean, a lot of others. people don't. The rum is a clear rum until they add a lot of color, a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of color. caramel coloring, and his caramel color coloring comes straight from the barrel. barrel. Yeah, so I mean, I think, yeah, so I think yours, that's the difference yours is so naturally colored. There's no, there's no added color to that. And that's another thing. This one's actually minimum four years. Ours, this one in particular, is about twenty-eight months. So, and yours is darker. Yeah, well, that's partially from the beer, though. Right. Because I mean, we're, you know, it's a beer barrel finish, so you're going to get some of those colors picked up from the beer. Right. But, uh, no, Justin and I have been flirting back and forth about this for a while. We're going to have to get, we're going to have to get on this and, and get it done. Yeah, that Imperial, uh, the dude Imperial, that's going to be a good beer, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be solid. No, I have a six pack I in my wait. fridge right now. I've been, I've been. So I did you a solid, and that. I went and went to Publix by my house. Did and they order it? You are not on their list. Oh, I so, gotta get on the list. Supposedly, they said you need to talk to your, you know, Daytona, you know, beverages. Daytona beverages rep, rep, and talk to them because they they need to be you need to be added to their list. Uh, that's another three tier problem. Because I went to, right. um, we'll get to it. We'll I get went to, to customer it. service over this. That sounds like a and I demanded problem. that I had dude on the shelf next time and, I was there. And they and they told it, they told you to talk to me and talk to them. Yeah. Okay. That was what they told me. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, it if you, like we'll hope that Daytona Beverages. If anybody to listening to this podcast can actually Roger. get me into Publix, period, that would be fantastic. So. Roger or Ryan, I know you all listen to this podcast, and I need you to. Um, if you don't, you, you will listen to this podcast because you all always listen to this podcast. So we need you to uh, take care of that for us. Take care of that problem. Get, get, his awesome. favorite, get his favorite beer back into Publix. Yeah, I need your. I need my favorite beer back in Publix, and you guys can do it. Oh, Chris Bowler. Chris Bowler. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but when you're in my chair and I'm cutting your hair next time, you're going to get this in the podcast too. I might nip your ear if not. Yeah. (laughs) That's a warning. (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris has got bigger decisions to make than... uh... No, he doesn't. But he comes and gets in my chair. That's right. That's the only decision he has. I told him, hey, you don't even understand. Like, I was like all upset because Woodchuck was only putting out... Their seasonal was only this summer pear cider. It was actually an apple. Was it a pear? Yeah, but it was a seasonal. So why in the world, in the middle of winter, was I getting a summer pear cider? Like, what kind of food can you pair that with? I don't know. A pear? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But I was just confused at why, in the middle of winter, their seasonal cider was a pear. And Chris Bowler fixed that for me. Did he really? No, no, he didn't. Oh. Come on. I was, was going to be impressed. I was going to be very impressed if the, if the <laughs> Rev had the pull over at Daytona Bev like that. Say all the things I've asked him for. <laughs> no, he, he told me that the whole seasonal thing was just a joke and that the only thing they put in their seasonal was a pear cider. And come to find out, that was the truth because the next year they didn't call it seasonal anymore. They just put, they had pear their cider. pear cider. Wow. And they took seasonal off of it altogether. And so you quit drinking their stuff because you... Oh, they were messing with you, right? Right. Yeah, that's it. No, I still drink it. Okay. Because it's good. I'll bring you some mimosa cider next. Your time. mimosa cider is amazing, by the way. Yeah, thanks. I like it. 
Santos Palooza. Santos Palooza. We're going to create an event. March 2020. 14th. March 14th, 5 o'clock. What day is that? That is Saturday. Saturday. Saturday? The Done. final Saturday of Bike Week. At oh. Ormond Brewery. At Ormond Brewery. We're going to have stages set up. We're going to have Stoke Poke food truck. We're going to have Copper Jeremy Bo- Craig. Copper Bottom, yeah. Copper Bottom. Copper Bottom. Ask to see Leo's tab. And Leo will have Morrow is going to find a trailer, food. and we are going to get the barber chair that is in my garage, and oh. we are going to take it to Ormond Brewery. Wow. We talked about this Saturday. I got a trailer. Yeah, we're going to get a flatbed. We're going to get a trailer, bed. and we're going to stick it on there. Dude, I need it. a haircut really bad. I'll trade you, you a beer so, for a haircut. You can't go to Sounds the like a plan. Dude. Beer for a haircut. Beer. By then, yeah, you're going to need more than a beer Watch out for, for the uh, Ormond Brewing pop-up, too. Right. It will happen. It will happen. It's always popped up on the tap over here at uh, Santos Cycles. We see it for the other tap that hasn't been uh, tapped, tapped for a long time. Steel Oak Coffee. If you're listening to this podcast, disappointed. Oh, you know what though? I've I've, I've been thinking about. I gotta go. I talk thought they to brought the guys. Nitro Coffee back out. Did they not bring the Nitro? I don't coffee? know. I they haven't had them? some in a long time. I gotta hmm. I gotta talk Carl's to those guys. Carl's been holding out on me. I'm almost out of coffee bags over there. I only have four. We have our own coffee, too. Yeah. So if you're at Santos Cycles, he has t-shirts and he has coffee. So you need to come over here and get some coffee. And beer. And beer. And motorcycles. YouTube TV. We could do a uh, we could do a uh, coffee liqueur, rum, for the... We can make some white Russian-style stuff. Those are my favorite. Whitey tidies. Mmm. Like the dude. the dude. I gotta talk to Steel Oak. Saturday. You have your own. You have your own blend. Yep. Yep. You drink uh, coffee? No, I hate coffee. Uh, he has two he blends. Rum. I drink rum. Right. You have two different flavors. I do. I yes. did. You have your I own did. blend. I yes. had the shop blend, and then second generation was the Motorhead blend. That's the newest. Yeah. Wow. The shop. I wonder blend how that would do in, in rum. Mm. How many do you need? How much do you need? Oh, more than more than your like four, four bags. bags. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah, we're gonna get a hold of uh, Kyle, right? Carl. 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 Oh, Coffee it's not Carl. the same Carl that makes. Boy, I hope it's not. A, I terrible hope it's not magazine, the same. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Is it All the right. same guy? No. What? That makes the magazine. No. No. Oh, thank God! Yeah. Carl's an engineer. <laughs> Carl's, Carl's a cool dude. Carl's the most brilliant coffee maker you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. All right, I gotta go down there. So my problem is I can't get out of the shop. Saturday morning. Saturday morning is the only morning. I go down available. there with you. Next up this Saturday. What time's he open? I'll meet you guys down nine, there. Nine, nine to noon. We go for nine right to one. After. Oh, I don't open till noon. Yeah. So. Well, let's go in the morning. All three. I'll go. Boom. Take him on the airboat. It's a date. Oh, oh we gotta get like crabs that. anyways. Easy. Get crabs. Nobody invited okay. you. When's the next you have crabs? <laughs> When's the next podcast? <laughs> Dude, yeah, we have crab traps. What are we, we doing go for the next up. podcast? It's got to be before the 14th. Before the 14th. It's it's gotta be the first week of March. Yeah, because the next one's got to be a lot of uh, Santa Palooza. Yeah. And, and uh, inappropriate. <laughs> Uber jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we, you completely lost Uber as a sponsor, so good luck with that. Right. We're shooting um, for Lyft. Now right. we're going for Lyft. Got to go before that. March Third. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Yeah, it is your turn. Oh boy. March third. Let's do March third. And that's a month? Tuesday. Tuesday? It's a Tuesday. Tuesdays are good for me. So we'll do a blue crab boil that night? Yeah. Alright. Sounds awesome. Oh, that's Super Tuesday. That's Super Tuesday. You guys know how to eat crabs I don't know. though. 
I just thought it would sound cool. Yeah, Suck the heads, right? Crabs? Oh, no, that's no, different. I love crab. It's no. crawfish. Oh. <laughs> crawfish are good, too. I was, I was making a joke there. I thought you were a Florida boy. I am you a Florida boy. I like crabs and no. crawfish. Both are good. Yeah. All I, can right. eat, I can eat crabs. I, I've, I've done so, it before. The next Bikes, Brews, and Booze show will be March 3rd. It's a Tuesday. I That's know you can't wait. I'm, I'm, can't I'm assuming wait. we're recording it March 3rd, right? It's not yeah. coming out March 3rd. So it'll it? be recorded March 3rd, <laughs> and it will be out March 5th. Because Fourth. I have to be... It'll be out March 5th. I have to edit it on the 4th. Okay. There's so, a lot yeah. of edit. Listen, if you guys had any idea how much editing has to go into this, especially yeah. if they let me involved, two way hours too much content. inappropriate. Yeah, two hours worth of content has to be broke down into an hour. So, March third, we will record it. March fifth, it will be out. So, this episode right here will be out on. Are you Are you asking for a live studio audience? The twentieth. If y'all want to come out to Ormond Brewery and be can we live set up chairs on the podcast, and have, have like an applause. Yeah, we yeah, could. Have, I can make that happen. Oh, yeah, we can so. have we can have them come out with with different signs for applause and. Shh. Careful kind of what you wish yeah. for. So yeah. I, listen, I know Justin can make it happen. So especially your joint. Together. Especially your joint. If, if any you of our followers, anything, <laughs> if any of our followers want to be live on the podcast, live we studio are going audience. To be Tuesday. Tuesday, March Super Tuesday. 3rd. Super Tuesday. I'm going to put it on my Facebook page so you know we're going to have... What does Super Tuesday even mean? I don't know. You don't know what Super Tuesday is? I mean, that's, when most of the, that's when most of the country is going to be voting for the primaries. Oh, cool. Yeah. We don't vote till the 17th. We, we vote on St. Patty's Day. Did anybody think that through in Florida? No. That was no, a dumb no, idea. No, probably not. That was not. a good idea. It sounds like a terrible idea. Everybody's going to be drunk going and voting. That means they're going to be voting for... That was a good polls decision. It's a liberal ploy. It is a liberal ploy. Some type of ploy. <laughs> We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> We're fucked. Now the DNC is not going to be sponsoring. Uber's never that. <laughs> that was all Uber's fault. All right. All right, so we need a list of people not sponsoring the show. The DNC, Uber. Uber. Who? who <laughs> <laughs> still funny. Still, still funny, funny after the fifth time. Still, cl- still laughing. It's only funny because we're drunk. <laughs> We're not driving. Except we're not we're because sober. we're sober. And if we were driving home, we would we would take Lyft. We haven't we drank anything. Lyft. We only tasted. Lyft, if you want to sponsor this podcast. There's plenty of sponsorship spots left. There's so many sponsorship spots left. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. We're good? That's good. We are good. All good. right. Until next time, you all have a great one. Goodbye. Later. Bye now. Until next time. Cheers. Until next time. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Blue Collar Social Club podcast. If you all would like to make a suggestion for next week's episode, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash Club and hit the support tab and it'll take you to where you can make a monthly donation to the podcast. Any donation made to the podcast would be greatly appreciated due to the fact it does take a lot of effort and time to put these podcast episodes out there for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting us. And remember, you guys have a great week.